following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, well, is that not the truth of what? It does not matter who the host is. Today is Wednesday, February the 23rd of 2022, day 54th of the year, and only 311, only 311 days left to go before it is all over with. You know, the countdown to extinction. Uh, so there you go. That's when it will be all over and set to go. So 311 days on that one. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. And coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM and hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that place that we do all kinds of other things with. Radio Oh, yes, we are hanging out with RadioBig.fm. If you are on the lookout of where you can actually find us, well, we're there and there and there. So let's start talking about a lot of excitement this morning. So if you were hanging out on... um. On the media, on the platforms, if you went to safetyfm.com forward slash Amazon, you did see that there was a new addition into the category of books. You did probably notice that Do Safety Differently is there, but finally, after the struggle was real, (laughs) the audiobook is now readily available. So after some time and trying to get all that stuff ironed out, it is set to go. So do safety differently. The audible version, the audiobook form is now available for you. So if you're on the lookout for it, hey, there's there's an opportunity of taking a, a listen. A lot of people have been excited about the book, so good to, good to hear there. And now the audiobook is readily available if you want to do it in your commute or while you travel or while you're jogging or exercising or whatever. So now it's readily available. So glad that it's finally here because the struggle was real. So I will tell you that. Anyway, so let's talk about the things that are going on inside of the world today because this is going to be our day of catching upness. Because uh, we need to catch up on everything that we have not caught up on. Because I feel like we're we're a little behind. We're a little behind on things that we need to share. And that's what happens sometimes when you get into these three-day weeks. Uh, or three-day weeks, listen to me. These three-day weekends where um, things tend to go a little bit longer than expected. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, I didn't tell you this. And I forgot to tell you that. And that happened. So I said, well, let's just sit back today and do this and that and that and then the other. So if you're wanting to hang out and do all that kind of fun stuff, you're more than welcome on doing so. All you have to do is just hang out here, go to safetyfm.com if you wanted to listen to the audio format or go to radiobig.fm for the audio format. Or if you want to do the streamer stuff, we're on different social media platforms, different things depending on which one you hang out on. Uh, We hang out on a good chunk of them. Uh, You'll get probably the most interactions if you're hanging out on the Twitch side of the of the of the universe there. So just a little FYI action, um, just to let you know. Uh, but that is what is going on so far with that. So let's start getting into it. Um, on the things that were trending yesterday, Tuesday, T W O S. 
Day was um, was hashtag yesterday. Also, hashtag two 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 day was trending yesterday. Many tweeted about the mind-boggling numerical sequence and coincidence um, of it falling on a Tuesday. The next time two twenty two twenty two will occur is uh, a Tuesday, but it won't be until the year of two thousand four hundred and twenty two. So. Unless life extension um, um, exists by then, I am not sure how we will be able to see that. But that's probably a whole other story for a different day for you and I to um, to definitely have if you want to have that. If you don't want to have it, well, then I don't think we will discuss it. So that's a, that's a whole other thing um, for sure. Uh, so let us continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world. Uh, right now, uh, U.S. soccer announced it reached a settlement with the women's uh, national team. We'll talk about that more a little bit later. Yesterday was National Margarita Day in Taco Tuesday. You know, what a happy coincidence that is. Uh, Paul O'Neill was trending yesterday after the New York Yankees announced that they will retire the right fielder's number 21 on August 21st, 2022 not 21. Uh, also, Kyle Rittenhouse landed on Twitter's top 10 uh, trends after revealing that he plans to sue Whoopi Goldberg for calling him a murderer following his, um, his acquittal. He also said that um, he plans to sue several media outlets. But I think we spoke briefly about that yesterday, about how he's um, developed uh, some media responsibility portions that he was talking about. So it'll be interesting to see if that ties in together with some of that information. So let's continue. What else do we have? Uh, Jimmy Fallon started at a word, ruin a book uh, tweets using hashtags included for whom the taco bell tolls white pride and prejudice, uh, the Lord of the onion rings, curious George Clooney. So there you go. Uh, so some stuff there that was going on yesterday in the sequences of things. So anyways, because we are talking about books, why not go too far away and talk about some other things that are going on with the world of books as well? So let's do that real quick. Um, just in case, if you want to know what is the top five books in the fiction and nonfiction category, according to the New York Times bestsellers list, well, guess what? I got those for you because that's what I do. I prep stuff to get it ready for you, for you and I to discuss. Anyway, so talking about in the fiction category, at the number five spot was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Uh, at number four, Verity. At number three, City of the Dead. Um, at number two, It Ends With Us. And at the number one spot was Abandoned in Death. Well, yeah. Okay. And then according to the nonfiction category, based on what New York Times bestsellers list had to say, uh, number five was Educated. And number four was the 1619 Project. And number three was The Body Keeps the Scores. And number two, The 90s. Really? That's still something we're talking about? It's 30 years, man. 30 years. And then at number one was Red Handed. So there you go. If you're interested in looking at some of the books... There you go. Some stuff to to take a look at. You know, it, it's it's kind of funny as we sit back and um take a look at a at a good chunk of safety books. And I luckily I've been able to be involved with some of them. Uh, it's interesting always to see or hear the people talk, not see because it's definitely a, well. I guess I'm reading it, so it is seeing. But just hearing in conversation or or passing by as I read the emails on how they always know that you know a safety book is never going to be number one. Well, I would hope that nobody would ever expect a safety book to be number one, at least not in the New York Times bestsellers list. 
But, you know, one day something weird might happen. You never know. Anyway, so there you go. Let's talk about what is going on inside of the world of the news because I think that that's going to be important. That's always important. What we'll do is we'll bring in some feature story news. Then we'll bring in some news here centralized uh, right away to take a listen to to both of those things combined. So hang on real quick, and I'm going to give you all the news that you want. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in New Delhi, I'm Ishan Garg. Australia will become the first country in the world to roll out Moderna's COVID vaccine to young children. The company's vaccine has been given the green light for use in children aged 6 to 11. Sean Bindley reports. The injection is the same formula and dosage as Moderna's booster shot already being offered to over 18s at general practitioners, pharmacies and state-run clinics. Australia's Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt says rollout to the younger cohort will begin tomorrow. That will make it very easy for parents. The national drug regulator has been criticised for being too slow to approve vaccines, but Therapeutic Goods Administration head Professor John Skerritt says that's not true. We're actually world leading. It's very easy to throw cheap shots. Moderna is recommended for younger children in two doses at least three weeks apart. In Brisbane, I'm Sean Bindley. Hong Kong is planning multiple rounds of citywide compulsory mass testing in a bid to curb a growing outbreak of COVID-19. The government says anyone who tests positive will then be isolated to break community transmission chains. But some health experts say a full city lockdown is needed. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Every one of Hong Kong's 7.5 million residents will undergo three rounds of mandatory testing in March, with hundreds of testing centres being set up across the city. People will also be asked to do additional tests every day at home. Anyone who tests positive will be isolated at facilities ranging from large-scale temporary government isolation wards, many of which are currently under construction, to public housing units and designated hotel rooms. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the plan will identify all the virus carriers in the community and stop the spread. Some health experts say the process won't work unless it's accompanied by a full city lockdown. The government says that's too difficult to implement in Hong Kong and will cause too much social and economic stress. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says he's cancelling a meeting with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov in light of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But speaking in Washington after a meeting with Ukraine's Foreign Minister, he held out the possibility of further diplomacy in a bid to defuse the threat of a broader Russian invasion. The further renewed Russian uh, invasion of Ukraine that has now begun means uh, clearly that the, the, the idea of having uh, a meeting this week with Foreign Minister Lavrov to pursue diplomacy, diplomacy now rejected uh, by Russia, uh, does not make sense. Uh, but having said that, to the extent there is anything that we can do to avert uh, an even worse case scenario, an all-out assault on all of Ukraine, including its capital, uh, that would inflict horrific costs on uh, the Ukrainian people, uh, we will always uh, pursue that. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. President Biden says Russia has clearly started an invasion of Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered troops into two breakaway regions of eastern Ukraine. I'm going to begin to impose sanctions in response far beyond the steps we and our allies and partners implemented in 2014. And if Russia goes further with this invasion, we stand prepared to go further. 
Speaking at the White House, Biden said Putin is crafting a rationale to take more Ukrainian territory by force. He called it a flagrant violation of international law and unveiled a round of tough financial sanctions against Russia. The FBI is warning businesses and governments to beware of cyber attacks. There's nothing specific at the moment, but it could happen as the threat of war in Europe is at its highest level. New York Governor Kathy Hochul has opened a joint cyber operations command center. The threat of cyber attacks is very real. Our state and our cities will be taking a leading role in fortifying our defenses in the battlefield against cyber warfare. Minnesota is about to start verdict watch in the federal trial over George Floyd's death. Jurors will begin deliberating this morning after closing arguments wrapped up yesterday. Prosecutors argue three former officers did nothing to save Floyd's life during an arrest two years ago. While dealing with slow supply chain issues, shipping companies are making a killing. Mike Bauer reports. According to the website Container News, all global ocean carriers saw revenues increase substantially as a consequence of the record high freight rates. The supply chain snarls all of us are facing have allowed container shipping companies an operating profit in the first nine months of 2021, totaling $80 billion. Comparatively, their profits for all of 2010 through 2020 totaled $38 billion. That doubles its operating profit during the first three quarters of a year compared to the entire decade preceding it reflecting an unprecedented level of profitability. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. 
But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes, cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the version takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, and vanishes you to vanishes, prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to home title lock Dot com and register your address to see if you already are a victim and enter the code radio that's r-a-d-i-o that's the code radio for 30 days free of protection that's code radio at home title lock.com this show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, there you go. 17 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging, hanging, hanging on this lovely 18th minutes past 7. So, there you go. Uh, So, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about everything that is going on right now. And, you know, I think that it's important for me to share information right away. So, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to tell you the most important portion that I will tell you during any show. Um, that you get to hang out, on, hang out with, um, that I'm on. So let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experience from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 74. 741741. There you go. It's simple enough. Or you can go to their website, AFSP.org. They can keep it as anonymous as you want. You can also read some stories that are there and even help make a difference in your local communities if you so desire to do so. So there you go. That's what's going on there. Let's continue talking about some things that are going on inside of the world of the news because that's mostly why you're here. So let's go from there. The New York Times reports that the CDC has been actively withholding uh, demographic data about COVID illnesses and vaccines because, as the Times writes, that information might be misinterpreted as the vaccines being ineffective. So I don't know. Um, So it'll be interesting to see when the data gets released and how it will be um, compiled uh, to understand a little bit better on what it uh, what exactly it all means, because that's going to be an important portion, and we'll say sequence of all that. Anyways, the origin of the piece of space junk um, set to crash into the moon in the next couple of days remains in doubt. Uh, the original thought that it would be a uh, part of a SpaceX rocket that launched back in 2015, but later it was thought that it could be part of a Chinese rocket that launched back in 2014, but the, chi- the China Space Agency says that the debris ultimately ultimately burned up in the Earth's atmosphere. So maybe the same CHICOM bureaucratic space data is reporting um, is reporting what is going on with SpaceX. I mean, I don't know. That's just per se. But here's the question. I mean, here's what comes about. Here's what we start talking about. 
how how much junk is up there? I mean, have you looked? I mean, I've never looked at a satellite picture where it shows that there's a whole bunch of other things that are debris and junk around. But then you start hearing about there could be these potentials of satellites hitting satellites because there's so many of them up there. So what do you start thinking? What comes to mind right away? Does anything kind of go, hmm, I need to reconsider some of the stuff that's going on? I mean, I don't know. Like, is there a lot of tech that you're currently using that is satellite-based? I'm just asking the question. Anyways, let's continue talking. Facebook has gotten so old and not cool to the kid, with the kids anymore, but it's trying to desperately uh, maintain its its relevancy. So here you go. It expanded its Reels feature, which is also um, designed to take on TikTok with short-form videos and tools to edit them and create mashups. So I don't know. So let's talk about this real quick. Are you still hanging on Facebook? That's number one. And number two, are you doing anything on TikTok? And if you are doing anything on TikTok, how well does Reels, if you're still playing around with Facebook, correspond to TikTok? I'm just asking the question because you're going to know better than I do. Um, So which one do you think works best? Do you like one over another? I mean, it's interesting if you take a look around at social media just overall. It's amazing how quick one platform will be popular and then all of a sudden people will start moving to another. Then the other one becomes popular and you kind of do the jumpy jumpy um, from one platform to another. You know, the question is going to become, and let's just be realistic, how popular is the Trump social media platform going to, to become? That's just a question to ask. I mean, think about it real quick. And I'm not picking here, but think about how popular at one point Snapchat was. It was Snapchat this, Snapchat that. Now, how often do you really hear people talk about Snapchat? And it's amazing to me here as well as as you are in the U.S., if you are in the U.S., about how WhatsApp is not as popular as it is is in foreign countries. I remember going to Mexico and most people wanted to give you information that you could directly contact them via WhatsApp and not so much as they care to contact you via a phone number. I mean, like a traditional phone number, if you get what I'm saying there. So I don't know. Some interesting things to think about when it comes to all of the world of technology. Technology is always ever-changing. Anyways, before we get too far, I think it might be time to bring in some Johnny Smalls and some Motivation Minute. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. Equities began the week with a retreat driven by rising tensions between Russia and Ukraine. Russia is slowly encroaching on their territory and has Europe on the brink of war. The S&P 500 shed about 2% at the low of the session and may move lower by the end of the week. The key level for investors to watch is 4,300. A break of this level could send the index down another 10% or more. Trading this week will be driven by the PCE price index more than anything else. The PCE price index is due out Friday and is expected to show an acceleration of consumer level inflation to a new multi-decade high. With the FOMC already set to raise rates in March, a hot number will only increase the odds of a 50 basis point hike to start the cycle. The CME's FedWatch tool shows the market is pricing in only a 36% chance of 50 basis points in March, so there is risk in the data. You can get the inside track in your inbox at marketbeatminute.com. Well, maybe at some point in my life, I'll learn what segments I'm going to play. Sorry about that, John. That was market beat, not actually, um, uh, you know, not motivation minute. But I get so excited about the motivation minute, I guess, that that's why I decided to say motivation minute when it was the market beat. Boy, that was fun. You know, 
I'm going to tell you, between you and I, I'm not supposed to talk about when I do major screw-ups like that, which, you know, are very common. So they're, I'm going to always talk about it because that's just what I do. Anyway, so let's talk about some other things. Uh, more expensive gas is, co- is the cost of defending freedom. President Biden says that he'll do everything that he can to limit the effect uh, of sanctions against Russia that will have uh, will have prices at the pump. Uh, he noted yesterday that the prices will likely go up given to that Russia is an, a major oil and energy exporter. He said that he's working on uh, major oil producers and, cons- and consumers to uh, secure stability in the global energy supply. Meanwhile, the um, the national average for regular unleaded gas is holding steady today at $3.53 a gallon, according to AAA triple a so there you go i don't know what to tell you what do you think prices of gas are going to look like here in the very 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 near or short future depending on um on how you want to take a look at it i mean i'm just asking the question here anyways let's see let's see what else do we have going on around and about and all this kind of fun stuff because it's always important for us to um for us to talk here uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Should we talk about this? Oh, I, it is a big deal for some, so I'll talk about it. Listen real quick. So Arthur is coming to an end on Tuesday. The beloved PBS children's show of touted its series finale on Twitter and its fans got to see the character ended up as an adult. The show first aired in 1996 when 96, when fans introduced to the eight year old, um, to the eight year old named author and his friends. So a lot of people uh, are probably not going to be too happy about that just based on information that's circulating online but hey that's this kind of the way that things go from time to time anyways let's continue talking about some other things new health order will relax an la county indoor mass mandate los angeles county is likely scaling back its indoor mass mandate in two days a new health order uh, will uh fully uh, will allow the fully vaccinated uh, people to take off their mask at an indoor businesses that check for proof of vaccination. But will, um, but this is a woman who is skeptical about the enforcement. There's so many reports of people having fake vaccination cards that it doesn't almost really matter. Okay, L.A. County Supervisor Janice Hahn says that uh, the updated order will likely go into effect on Friday. Uh, The state state of California dropped the indoor mask mandate for fully vaccinated people last week. But L.A. County didn't allow allow its uh, allow its, its lead. So there you go. Did not follow its lead whatsoever. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see on how some of these things change throughout. Let's just be realistic. Let's not lie about the whole thing. Um, Because this is where some people were talking about how is this going to work when it comes to uh, vaccine passports? Because essentially you're going to... uh to talk about that you're going to think about that anyways let's talk about this um an online report is saying that there are most likely residents in america to lose money in online scams Paul Rubidoux has the story. Stacker.com says Iowa is the number one state most affected by e-commerce scams by losses per victim. Iowa victims reported an average loss of $4,431 per scam, which is 121% higher than the national average. The report reviewed FBI internet crime data for all states and Washington, D.C. from 2020. Iowa placed in the bottom two at 50th for only 23 victims per 100,000 residents. I'm Paul Rubidoux. 
Okay, thank you, Paul Rubidoux, for the information, because that is what is going on. Interesting stuff that is that happens uh, here and around and about. I'm just taking a listen to potential scams that are going on. Uh, let's see. A troop of Girl Scouts is receiving a generous gift after they were robbed. Take a listen to this story. Troop 709 from Carlisle had a jar of about $200 stolen over the weekend when they were selling cookies in front of the Hy-Vee on Army Post Road in Des Moines. Police say a teen in a red hoodie stood in line for cookies, then grabbed the tip jar and ran. The Girl Scout troop says that the lost money was not from cookie sales, but tips they were planning to donate locally. Hy-Vee is now donating $200 to the Scout to make up the funds i'm paul rubidoux okay thanks paul rubidoux for the back-to-back um information now take a listen to this real quick amendment requiring schools to disclose sexual orientation to parents withdrawn an amendment that would uh that would have forced florida schools to disclose student sexual orientation to parents has been withdrawn michael kastner has more information the addition to what critics call florida's don't say gay bill would have required schools to disclose information about sexual orientation other than straight within six weeks of learning about it The original version of the bill already requires schools to notify parents, but not if there was a possibility of it leading to abuse, neglect, or abandonment. This amendment would have removed those protections. I'm Michael Kastner. Okay, thank you, Michael Kastner, for that 30 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging and talking about all the stuff that is going on inside of the world. Anyways, guns led car crashes as the top cause of traumatic death in the u.s guns have overtaken car accidents as the top cause of traumatic death michael kastner has more information a new study published tuesday says firearm deaths edged out motor vehicle fatalities starting in 2017 a trend that continued in 2018 the most recent year for which data is available the researchers conclude that access to guns in the u.s has equated to magnitudes of death due to suicides in the same individuals demanding access I'm Michael Kastner. Okay, thank you, Michael Kastner, for that one as we are talking. Anyways, wildlife threat to, um, expected to climb. Uh, the threat of wildlife is expected to keep climbing in the in the new UN report that warms the communities that aren't prepared to face the danger. Rory O'Neill has more information about this. The rise in greenhouse gases is creating more intense, more frequent wildfires, and a report by the UN's Environment Program finds communities aren't prepared to face the threat. The UN report projects the rise in extreme wildfires will climb 14% by the end of the decade, 30% by 2050, and 50% by the end of the century. Researchers say a combination of climate change and land use change is driving this increased threat. I'm Rory O'Neill. Okay, so a lot of stuff going on there. So let's talk about this real quick. Uh, let's take a listen. Uh, New York marijuana correction. So we talked about this. So let's go ahead and give in the, uh, uh, the, the correction that needs to be done. Farmers in New York State can soon start growing marijuana to be used for recreational use. President of the New York Cannabis Growers and Processes Association, Alan Gentleman is uh is commenting on the governor's bill that she signed yesterday that allows the state to award cannabis cultivation licenses. You're really focusing on 200, you know, small businesses who are already existing in New York, you know, giving them the first opportunity to kind of address this market and to get it really going. The licenses allow hemp farmers to grow marijuana 
outdoors or in greenhouses. New York legalized recreational marijuana last year, but legal weed shops are not yet up and running. So that kind of makes it a difficult ordeal there. So it's legal to do, but not legal to do. I mean, it's kind of hard to say because if you can't obtain it legally, then there might be some questions there. Anyways, home construction sector is getting busier. Home building activities is surging with the number of new housing under um, under construction soaring to the highest levels in nearly 50 years. Here's Michael. Here's Mike Bowers. What we're seeing is a colliding of various trends. So home builders have increased activity in the past year, and that was in response to robust home buying demand and a shortage of homes. That's the Wall Street Journal's Julie Steinberg. A pipeline of new homes could someday help relieve the pressure of rising housing costs. Shelter costs are the single biggest driver of consumer price inflation. They were up 4.4% over the last year. But unlike the housing construction boom of the mid-2000s, which was dominated by single-family construction, current activity is more heavily focused on multifamily buildings. I'm Mike Bauer. Okay, so there you go. There you go. A lot of stuff going on there. Anyways, supply chain issues not killing the shipping containers, as we discussed earlier, but let's talk about it a little bit more. While dealing with the slow supply chain issues, shipping companies are making a killing, are making a killing. I want you to pay close attention to what was said during this because it was one of those oogly boogly things. According to the website Container News, all global ocean carriers saw revenues increase substantially as a consequence of the record high freight rates. The supply chain snarls all of us are facing have allowed container shipping companies an operating profit in the first nine months of 2021, totaling $80 billion. Comparatively, their profits for all of 2010 through 2020 totaled $38 billion. That doubles its operating profit during the first three quarters of a year compared to the entire decade preceding it, reflecting an unprecedented level of profitability. I'm Mike Bauer. So I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. That's something to talk about for sure. Um, so anyways, currently 35 minutes past the top of the hour. You know where we're going to go with that one, right? So hang out for a minute because you know what's going to happen next. No, seriously, you do. <laughs> What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre-accident investigation, Blaine J. Hoffman with the Safety Pro, The Hop Nerd, Sam Goodman, just to name a few on what could be found on the station. Different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form. SafetyFM.com. Go to the website, download the app, and carry it with you all day long. SafetyFM.com. We'll be waiting for you. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. 
In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. These days, it can be hard to find and hire the right candidates for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people that you want to talk to faster and for free. I have to tell you, even before they ever became a sponsor here on Safety FM, we have used LinkedIn Jobs to help find the people that we have here on Safety FM. It's an easy service to use. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified candidates. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash safety FM. That's linkedin.com slash safety FM to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. And don't forget to mention the J.I. sent you.
Okay, there you go. 41 minutes past the top of the hour. This is Rocket Jr. with Party With My Drums. This song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. We would like to thank Rocket Jr. for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. You know, it falls into that techno love once again. Just kind of the way that it goes with me. Love it, love it, love it. Anyways, let's get back into the move and groove of things. If you're interested in calling in, doing all that kind of fun stuff, taking a look at the messaging board, <laughs> uh, you can go to callinradio.com to do so and hang out and move and groove and everything that we do over there. I look at that thing ever so frequently, and sometimes I'm deathly afraid uh, to share what is there. So there you go. Um, but I will share from time to time if I do deem that it needs to be spoken about. So don't worry about that. It's not like it's totally ignored altogether come on man come on um so let's start talking no winner for monday night's powerball drawing tonight's drawing will be for 45 million dollar jackpot or 30.1 million dollar payout so there you go anyways let's talk about this match matches.com yes here's a dating app with a different um different angle foreplay yeah, let singles do uh, double dates. Uh, so, so it has um, a waiting list of 9,000 names long. The idea is that you, as a single, could create a joint profile with a friend so you don't have to go on a date and meet a stranger alone. Foreplay matches um, you and your single friends in the profile. Share the profiles with a pair of singles, setting up a pressure-free double date. Uh, the co-developer, Julie Griggs, uh, puts it as, if two people meet on foreplay... Uh, date, uh, and they want to do, go on a romantic date after that. It's great. If someone comes away with a four blade date with one or two new friends, well, that's great as well. If you didn't think the, the vibe with uh, people who you went with was good, at least you were able to make friends out of them. So it wasn't a waste of a night. Four blade is currently limited to people in the New York City area, but it's, uh, new, uh, it's new investors are coming aboard. It should be available internationally soon. So as you, so as usual, only my only source of female contact will be through my much better looking friends uh so it's a good idea i don't like the name though of course that could be uh, because i'm a guy and then um how did uh, someone not think of this sooner now the interesting part is there is so much room for the imagination there when it comes to the titling of the whole thing but that's a whole other story Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. So let's talk about transitional stories, little suckers. Yep, that's what I said. Little suckers, mosquitoes are more um, more uh, attracted to people who wear red, orange, or black clothes, according to scientists. University of Washington researchers looked into ways of helping us steer clear of the annoying pest, um, their itchy bites. They found that if you're looking to avoid mosquitoes, it's best to wear green, purple, blue, or white. Uh, you should com- uh, completely cover up, though, uh, because all human skins appears to them as red. The scientists say that uh, once mosquitoes have smelled the plume of CO2 from human breath, they're zero, uh, they zero in on the red, orange, or black. They also enjoy the colors like aqua and, uh, well, 
cyan, uh, knowing that the lures uh, of them may open the doors to developing better mosquito repellent. The other methods to keep the uh, keep them at bay is that you could um, help avoiding uh, uh, this could help you avoiding contact with Zika or the West Nile virus, um, also other mosquitoes born illnesses. So cyan, uh, great. Apparently, mosquitoes known more colors than I do. So there you go, and it's okay. I've already um, been uh, bled dry from the government and my teenagers. So I guess you know. Why not add mosquitoes to the list? Because that's something for sure to think about. Anyways, cool Twix, as you probably know, Krispy Kreme donuts are, in, in other words, awesome. And so are chocolate candy bars. So to put them together, that, well, that could be anything more than perfect. The donut chain has partnered with the makers of Twix for a new line of donuts, including stuffed with an entire um, Twix bar. The new, the new, the three new caramel cookie um, cookie crunch donuts uh, take the delicious flavor of the iconic candy bar and transforms them into a donut. So there you go. First, there are caramel cookie crunch originals filled donuts. It features chocolate ice donuts and filled with salted caramel filling topped with the Twix bar. Uh, pieces drizzled with dulce de leche. Um, the mini caramel cookie uh, donut, meanwhile, is made of the original glazed mini that is dipped in chocolate icing and topped with Twix pieces. And wait for it. The pieces are resistant and the caramel cookie crunch bar um, don't get filled with the cookie Twix bar. So there you go. This bar is sharp, uh, is shaped as a donut to fill the entire thing. Chocolate, um, chocolate cream, but also a full size Twix candy bar. Then go on to the course and dipped into a chocolate icing and then drizzled in dulce de leche and chocolate icing and topped with even more Twix. Yeah, there's a link for this. I don't know if you really want to see that. Um, so in the case of if you had of the the bright idea of trying to eat without getting to see the of your heartbeat in your eyes, because that's what's going to end up taking place. And remember when Krispy Kreme was giving free donuts to anyone who um was vaccinated, now they're giving away free Twix donuts to anyone who brings insulin, because there's just no way around that whatsoever. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I think about after hearing something like that, we definitely need a market beat and um, a wellness reset right after that. So maybe we should move forward to that right now. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Daniel. John Wayne said, Tomorrow is the most important thing in life. It comes to us at midnight very clean. It's perfect when it arrives and it puts itself in our hands. It hopes we learn something from yesterday. That's an awesome way to look at it. Like a clean slate every single day. Sadly, in real life, we don't get to start with a truly clean slate every day. Decisions made yesterday, they can affect us today and they can affect us tomorrow and for a long time in the future so make good decisions today so you have a good starting platform tomorrow and that can help propel you to amazing heights in your future this has been today's motivation minute courtesy of insurancechicken.com they're known for insurance quotes i'm john small thanks for listening your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AllSMRecom.com. Approximately 50% of the small molecules found in human blood originate or are metabolites produced by bacteria in the gut. 
think about it. Our gut microbiome influences the way we feel, think, and our risk for disease. Changing gut microbiome affects everything from cognitive function to our immunity and ability to maintain healthy weight. For example, with obesity, there is a shift in microbiome in such a way that there is a loss of bacteria and this leads to problems with keeping excess weight off. The diversity of microbiome is also one of the explanations as to why our responses to diets can be so personalized and why one diet fits all approach doesn't work. Some of the ways to maintain healthy gut microbiome and ensure microbiome diversity is to consume fiber, fermented foods, brain postbiotics, and cruciferous vegetables. For additional information, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Sometimes I have so many questions after certain things, that is for sure. Anyways, currently 49 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out and doing our thing and doing everything that we need to do as we are doing this. Anyways, let's talk about some other things that are going on. Small private plane makes emergency landing near Dulles Airport. Um, Engine failure brings a small plane down near Dulles. Did you hear about this? Here's what Kathy White had to say. Authorities are investigating after a small plane made an emergency landing near Dulles International Airport Tuesday night. Virginia State Police say one person was injured, although the extent of their injuries is unknown. According to the Metropolitan Washington Airports Authority, the pilot radioed air traffic control that the single-engine aircraft needed to come down ahead of its destination. The Washington Post is reporting the pilot was the only person on board. The National Transportation Safety Board has assumed the investigation. I'm Kathy White. Okay, thank you, Kathy White, for that one. Anyways, let's get back into some moves and some grooves of things as we are talking here and taking a look around of what is going on in this lovely world of ours. Anyway, so let's take a look. Um, Let me give you some whack facts real quick. Moons can um, have moons, and they're called moon moons. Did you know about that? If not, now you do. Not sure if it's something you care to know, but now you definitely do know. Uh, One acre of peanuts produces enough peanut butter for 30,000 peanut butter sandwiches. Milk carton spout didn't uh, appear until the 1960s. Before then, they they uh, they had to be open via a cut. The word goodbye is a contraction of God be with ye. Think about that. Uh, The Greek name for mosquitoes um, is anaphiles, which means good for nothing. Uh, Files spend about 30% of their their time. What? Fly. Sorry, not files. Flies spend 30% of their time um, vomiting. I don't even know why we're getting into this today. This seems kind of deep to get into some weird stuff for sure as we are talking. Uh, did you hear about this one? Let's talk about it real quick. Protesters interrupt mayoral debate can- uh, candidates bash absent Caruso. Last night's debate mo- among the five candidates uh, running for mayor of Los Angeles was interrupted by protesters several times. Listen. So one man even rushed the stage yelling at the candidates. All of the protesters were quickly escorted out. The front uh, the front runners, including Congresswoman Karen Bass and City um, Attorney Mike Furr, uh, took 
part of the debate, but billionaire civic activist Rick Caruso didn't show up because of scheduling conflict. Uh, that didn't stop the other candidates from going um, after him, of course. Uh, Rick and Caruso um, hadn't uh, done enough as chairman of the USC Board of Trustees to keep the women safe on campus. And City Councilman Joe Boscano called Caruso anti-union. Caruso plans to be at future debates. I mean, how, how did, I mean, my question becomes this. How does this uh, not come about? How does this um not uh something that uh, y- you schedule properly? In regards to that, because, you know, they were going to give you some ration of, of, of shiznit if you didn't show up to something like that. That's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about this real quick. Uh, lead pipes a notification in New Jersey. Water utility users in New Jersey are being notified about lead pipes carrying water to homes. Let's le- listen to Lee Kessler. Letters are going out to 200,000 New Jersey homeowners alerting them that their lead pipes need to be removed. There could be a million homes with a toxic issue. This effort, which is happening nationwide, was launched in Newark a few years ago. Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio, New Jersey. So you know automatically this is something that's going to come up because now it's being spoken about there. So people are going to have the question of, how is this potentially going to impact me? Is this something that is going on in my area as well? You know that that's going to be a question. So this something to think about for sure. So let's continue talking about some other things inside of the world. I told you I would tell you some more information inside of sports about what was going on inside of the U.S. Women's national team has reached a settlement with the U.S. Soccer Federation. After six years of fighting for equal pay, the two organizations confirmed in a statement on Tuesday they have reached an agreement for the class action gender discrimination lawsuit. Under the agreement, U.S. Soccer will pay $22 million to the U.S. WNT players. Additionally, the U.S. Soccer will pay $2 million to the U.S. WNT players for post-career Goals and terrible efforts. The U.S. soccer also announced that they have committed to an equal pay rate between women and men national teams going forward. So there you go. Maybe they did get the outcome that they wanted. I mean, if they did settle, you would think that they did get some kind of level of um, of what they were looking for. Anyways, let's talk about um, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the year 2020. The first major COVID-19 outbreak in Europe occurs in Italy after 152 cases were identified and three deaths. Emergency measures uh, were put into place, locking down about 10 towns. Surrounding countries began blocking um, the tra- blocking travel and to and from the country. So that happened back on this date in 2020. Let's talk about some birthdays real quick. Andrew Wiggins turns 27. Dakota Fanning, 28. Samara Weaving turns 30. Skylar Gray, 36. Emily Blunt, 39. Josh Grad, 41. Alvaro Morte turns 47. Uh, Johnny Rivera turns 48. Nisi Nash turns 52. Steve Stickers turns 55. And Brad Whitford uh, turns 70. So there you go. That's some birthdays that are going on today. If you're looking for some reasons to celebrate, I got some of those for you. National Banana Bread Day, National Dog Biscuit Day, National Tile Day, and Tennis Day. Yeah, a day for tennis. I don't know if that would be something that I would normally go out and talk about or even celebrate. But, hey, we are talking about it. So I guess it is a combination of all that stuff as well. Okay, so let's get to this real quick. Some other things. 
did I did I, I did give you some um some things here for whack facts, but I don't think we talked about did you know? Did I misplace? Did you know? I, I must have. Uh, most of today's parents agree that raising kids today is much harder than it was for their folks. A survey conducted by one poll found that while technology may seem to make parents' lives easier, 74% of parents think that it is more challenging to raise a child now than it ha- that's when it was when they were growing up. How so? The top factors have been the modern parenting gets tougher through because of their jobs and the emergence of social media, 66%. More parents working full-time. 64%, and perhaps surprising the rise of technology, 58%. 68% admit that they feel that they that they lean too much on iPads and other devices to keep their kids occupied, while 72% uh, say that they uh, they value electronic free time with their children most, Why is this, which is why I insist that the kids bathe, because, you know, if you give them electronic when they're bathing, probably not a good idea um, to do that during that time. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Think about that for a, for just one quick moment as we are talking. Uh, so let's talk about some brief other stuff. If you're needing, if you're looking for a joke for today, I got one of those for you. It might be it's a light. Uh, I, I'm a light eater. As soon as it gets light, and I start eating. Um, if you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What it, what incredibly common thing have you never done? What incredibly common thing have you never done? If you need a question for the water cooler today, try this one. According to a poll of parents, this lasts an average of an exactly 17 minutes. What is it? A clean room. Yep, that's the way that it seems. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Radio Big and Safety FM. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. And like I've said thousands of times before, and I'll say it thousands of times again, the show can go anywhere. Talk about anything. So... It's not always about safety. It's not always about news. It's sometimes a combination of everything that's going on inside of the world. That's why I love Freeform Radio to to the extent that I do. Anyway, so there you go. That's everything that I got for you. Thank you for taking a listen. You are the most important part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener. We couldn't do what we do without you. That is for sure. If I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Think about it. Anyways, if you want to come and hang out with me, I'll be going over to RadioBig.fm exclusively for the next two hours. So you're more than welcome in doing so. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.